Hello. Come on in. Welcome to Here's Hoping, my imaginary coffee shop, where good conversation is always on the menu. I'm your host and barista, Catherine Gabriel-Jones, after an unexpected break due to unforeseen circumstances. So I really appreciate you for returning to my imaginary coffee shop. Anthony Monti was one of the first visitors at my imaginary coffee shop. And although we don't stay in contact as much as we might like, I remain grateful for every pearl of wisdom he's shared with me along the way. Today's menu at Here's Hoping features Anthony's reaction to my question, What does hope mean to you? Followed by his description of ferocious elegance. Here's Hoping. Yeah, wow. You, you start out with that one. With, 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 with like hope, you know, four-letter word. Because uh, it's funny because when I was going through IPEC, that my uh, my original name for my, my coaching practice would, was four-letter coach. Yeah, because, yeah, I remember uh, that. It's like a metaphor for anything that is a, either good or bad that happens. Like four-letter, like four-letter swears, four-letter. Well, hope is four letters, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, So hope, you know. I think for, for me, I think hope is like the start or the beginning of whatever a person's end game is or, you know, when they decide to push forward or at least it should be like that's the way I look at it. And it's like hope is like the minimal thought for a person for what they need in order to get moving onto the next thing or the next step or whatever, wherever they're going or wherever they need to be. Mm-hmm. The thing about hope is there's an elegance about it and um, as, as elegant and heartfelt as the word hope sounds, regardless of that, the the action that follows hope needs to be ferocious, in my mm. opinion. Oh, you know, wow. like a ferocious movement within the it, it, within that person, and uh, to get moving, to get started. To think about hope. You're obviously in that. You know, to use a, an IPEC language, you're in that level one stuff. Mm. You know, that's the way I see it because I want to think beginning and end. And yeah. Yeah, it's it's like you're in that hopeless victim mode, and you're like, this sucks, and this whatever. But then you know, eventually you get tired, and from that tiredness comes the strength, and with strength comes you know, H O P E. You know what I mean? And yeah, and you know, if hope is the beginning, uh, and and your end goal and your end feeling is the finale, for instance, then then hope needs to be the thing that starts the learning process because. You know, to throw a, a lyric out there where all the glitter is gold, you know what I mean? You have to start yeah. somewhere like, you know, the gold is always at the end, you know what I mean? It's at yeah. the end of the rainbow. And of course, you know, we always want to be moving forward and stuff. And so I think, you know, hope has to be the match that lights the fuse, you know what I mean? It, like yeah. I said, as elegant as it is, the fire needs to happen somewhere because that's what gets you up off your ass and, and doing things. I've lost several weeks here at my imaginary coffee shop. Not just here, at the place that I love to be, but also in other aspects of my life. That can happen in a variety of reasons, and I don't think it's a unique experience. 
I think it's actually universal. When we get stopped, interrupted, when we trip for whatever reason along the path of our life, the world shifts. It turns upside down. For toddlers, you can see it happen. When they stumble and they fall, the world literally dumped them onto the floor. That feeling doesn't go away. And how we shift and experience that stopping, that that time when we get dumped on our rear end in the course of an usual day, an expected path. What happens in that beat after we fall, after we land, before we get up? What's that quote of courage doesn't mean an absence of fear. It just means being with the fear. It just means being. Anthony's inclusion of the ferocious aspect of hope, that ignition, feels so viscerally understandable to me. Am I alone in that? The ferociousness, that that grit of, I am going to get up. I am going to keep moving. Whatever my mind says, whatever the news says, whatever social media says, whatever my past says, I am going to get up and take another step. What does hope mean to you? Over the last 10 years, I've been asking that question in a variety of ways to so many people I've encountered. Close friends, found family, acquaintances, strangers on the street. It comes up in surprising ways, and there are a lot of different reasons for that. That seed that drives my desire to find out what people think hope means to them. And you know, in these 10 years, when I've asked that question hundreds of times, I have never heard a duplicate response. Everyone has a unique perspective. Everyone has a remarkable tenacity and curiosity about what hope means for them. And one of the most surprising things, which is even more surprising to me than the variety of answers, is how that question stops a person. Anthony's response is pretty universal of, wow, what does hope mean to me? How often does that occur in our lives with things that we take for granted? It could be hope. It could be health. 
It could be love. All of this from one pearl of wisdom, one seed, one ignition, like the spark of a match that lights a candle in a dark room. I haven't often thought of ferocious and elegance in the same sentence, but now, now I do. Thank you, Anthony. And thank you for joining me at my imaginary coffee shop. I'm your host and humble barista, Catherine Gabriel-Jones. I am very grateful that you've shared part of your day with me. Whether this is your first visit or you're a regular, please consider sharing this episode with a friend so other people can find their way to Here's Hoping. If you're interested in having a conversation with me in my imaginary coffee shop, you can send me an email at hereshopingpodcast at gmail.com. That's really the best way to get a hold of me. The only social media that I really engage in is through Here's Hoping, and it's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'll include links in the show notes. That's where you can see the graphics for Here's Hoping, and you can send a message to me via those links if you'd like. Suggestions are always welcome, comments, and feedback as well. And as with all things in this world, let's be kind. I want to extend special thanks to Reverend Dr. Seth Jones for composing and producing the music. I also want to extend special thanks to Ty Sorex for the original artwork for Here's Hoping, which has been created with additional graphics with Canva. And today... I would like to share two quotes that seem to be really pertinent in the way that ferocious and elegant seemed to be, I don't know, a perfect fit that seemed counterintuitive at the same time. These two quotes seem really fitting. They're both quote-unquote old, Details will, of course, be included in the show notes, along with the dates that these people lived. One is from Confucius. Another is from St. Francis of Assisi. So, here goes. Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising Every time we fall. The thing I love about that quote is that it doesn't specify how long it takes to get up. However long it takes is however long it takes. That's what you need. Here's the other one. All the darkness in the world cannot extinguish the light of a single candle. The sources for each of those quotes will be in the show notes. I might let your imagination uh, uh, kind of explore who might be whom. You may already know them, 
But regardless, I'm just so glad to share them with you, and I'm thrilled that you came to my imaginary coffee shop. As always, I extend to you my thanks and my appreciation for your wonderful you. Wherever your road takes you, may the best of your past be the worst of your future. Until next time. Bye-bye. 